Good morning. It is Tuesday, November the 14th, in the year of our Lord 2023. Be conscious now, be aware. This is the day the Lord has made. November the 14th, 2023. It'll only come once. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm John David Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin today with consecration. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, That Time Billy Graham Told Me to Never Drop Names. Our text is Acts chapter 14, verses 8 to 13. Hear now the word of the Lord. In Lystra there sat a man who was lame. He had been that way from birth and had never walked. He listened to Paul as he was speaking. Paul looked directly at him, saw that he had faith to be healed, and called out, Stand up on your feet! At that the man jumped up and began to walk. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted, in the Laconian language, the gods have come down to us in human form. Barnabas they called Zeus, and Paul they called Hermes, because he was the chief speaker. The priest of Zeus, whose temple was just outside the city, brought bulls and wreaths to the city gates, because he and the crowd wanted to offer sacrifices to them. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. The gods have come down to us in human form. There's a word for this phenomenon with which we are very familiar. Anybody want to take a guess at the word? Celebrity. The gods have come down to us in human form. Celebrity happens when an image-bearer of God is turned into an idol and worshipped in the place of God. How and why does this happen? It happens because human persons, at the core of their very being, are worshippers. We are made by God to worship God. And by this, of course, I don't mean singing in church, but being a receptor of divine life 
a reflector of divine love, and let's just stay with it, a refractor of divine glory, a receptor, a reflector, and a refractor. This is what it most deeply means to be made in the image of God. This happens in, through, and from the place in us the Bible calls the inmost being. At the core of our life is our inmost being. Hear the psalmist on this point. For you created my inmost being. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. So much right there. This is the core and central part of a human being which holds the capacity to perceive and know God and enter into the union who is God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and through God to enter into union with other people. The big problem is our inmost being was hopelessly corrupted in the fall from grace we see depicted in the third chapter of Genesis. As a result, we have both inherited the brokenness of sin and death, multiplied and accumulated it. We are fallen worshipers, and we have proven ourselves willing and capable of worshiping any and everything under the sun, including the sun, in the quest to try and restore light, life, love, and longevity to ourselves. This is why these essentially pagan people wanted to worship Paul and Barnabas. Based on the powers they witnessed in them, they were deifying them as Greek gods, the personifications of Zeus and Hermes. They were establishing a precursor to the modern-day cult of celebrity worship. This is the essence and ecosystem of celebrity. Anytime anyone who is considered a celebrity, minor or major, comes around, we will bend over backwards to honor them, to try and position ourselves in proximity to them, and we will find a way to bear witness concerning our experience with them. We will drop their name at the drop of a hat. It reminds me of that time Billy Graham told me to never drop names. (laughs) Why? Because we perceive by nearness to the celebrity, we participate in their status or fame or perceived greatness or powers. This is why celebrities must keep their distance and expect us to keep ours. Notice where Taylor Swift sits at the next home game for the Kansas City Chiefs. And notice how a certain player's performance, number 87, will be attributed to her presence. The image of a celebrity becomes an idol, which is fashioned by human hands for worship. This is why command number one is no other gods. And command number two is no images or idols. And command number three is do not misuse the name of God. The gods have come down to us in human form. 
the reason this whole scene was so compelling to these Greeks is because it was actually pretty close to the truth. The God came down to us in human form. His name is Jesus. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he arose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I hear you out there. The amazing thing is how Jesus refused to be made a celebrity. In fact, he was the anti-celebrity. He grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind. A man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces. He was despised and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. The word of the Lord. Isaiah 53, 2-6 there is a word for this phenomenon with which we are not as familiar. Anybody want to take a guess at the word? Saint. The prayer of transformation. Lord Jesus, I am your witness. I receive your righteousness and release my sinfulness. I receive your wholeness, 
and release my brokenness. I receive your fullness and release my emptiness. I receive your peace and release my anxiety. I receive your joy and release my despair. I receive your healing and release my sickness. I receive your love and release my selfishness. <laughs> I receive your holiness, your saintliness, and release my propensity to worship celebrities, whatever way, shape, or form, or even try to become one, Jesus. I renounce it. Come, Holy Spirit, transform my heart, mind, soul, and strength so that my consecration becomes your demonstration, that our lives become your sanctuary. For the glory of God our Father. Amen. And the question, have you ever met or been close to a celebrity? Did you find yourself eager to share, i.e. witness to, the experience with others? I know I have. It's not wrong. It just shows us who we are at the core, worshipers. Are you getting in touch with your inmost being as you follow Jesus closer? This is the secret place from which everything that really matters happens. For our hymn today, we're going to sing Near to the Heart of God. That's where we want to stay. It's number 357. Let's call it the 357 Magnum Hymn of our Seedbed Hymnal, our great Redeemer's Praise. 357. Near to the heart of God, we'll sing three verses, all three. There is a place of quiet rest Near to the heart of God A place where sin cannot molest Near to the heart of God O Jesus, blessed Redeemer Sent from the heart of God, hold us who wait before Thee, near to the heart of God. There is a place of comfort sweet, near to the heart of God, a place where we our Savior meet. Near to the heart of God. O Jesus, blessed Redeemer, Sent from the heart of God, Hold us who wait before Thee, Near to the heart of God. There is a place of full release, 
near to the heart of God, a place where all is joy and peace, near to the heart of God. O Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God, hold us who wait before Thee, near to the heart of God. Amen. Well, gang, it's Tuesday. There's a lot to reflect on in this whole notion of the gods have come down to us in human form. I'm not, I want you to think about this, about this whole matter of celebrity. And this isn't about getting down on celebrities. I mean, you know, people, they do amazing things. They do incredible feats. And they're to be celebrated and honored and like, wow, they're some amazing people and they didn't want to become celebrities. It it got foisted upon them. That's not my point here is to eschew celebrities. My point is to identify the thing in us that desires to seek, you know, our own importance by our proximity to them. And that's not even wrong. That's just who we fundamentally are. We're worshipers. We're fallen worshipers. This is why the inmost being and bringing this deep place in ourselves before Jesus, for whom we were made, he is the image of God. He would imprint his restored and restoring image upon us. That's what salvation really is. Well, we had a great uh, time over in Raleigh, North Carolina, over the weekend with the wedding of Mark Benjamin and Megan Pumarejo. I got back late Sunday night, so that was good. Let's pray for them going forward. Yeah, this is our last week. We're coming to the close of the first half. We're not going to call it a half marathon. We're just halfway through the marathon, okay? Get your seeds. It's Tuesday. Maybe there'll be tacos in the offing today for the awakening. I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall. 